Thanks for joining me for blog number 253 entitled The New Definition of Rich. First things first, do you really know what the definition of a one percenter or a top 10% earner is? Let's start with the definition by annual income and not looking at it through an overall, overall wealth. So this chart for reference is courtesy of madisonadvisors.com. To earn to be a top 1% earner, your annual salary or income for one year would be $515,371. Top five is just above $200,000. Top 10%, $145,000. Top 25%, $83,000. And top 50%, $41,740. Now, again, this is annual income, not accumulated wealth. But here is the problem with this view of money. It does not account for debt. I know plenty of people that are eyeball deep in debt despite making over $200,000 a year. Yes, there is good, bet, good debt and bad debt. And it doesn't really matter how much you make if you spend every dime that comes in and then some. If you live in a huge house with rooms that you never bother going into and you and your spouse both drive brand new cars that you lease every two years, you are quickly burning through that income. So is this really the right way to look at being a top five or top 10% earner? I don't think so. Back to my points above, here are some scary stats from the website debt.com. 80% of Americans have consumer debt. No surprise there. The average American has a mortgage debt of $189,000. The average amount of debt not including a mortgage is almost $40,000. Almost half of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, meaning a job loss would be catastrophic for them. And about 20% of Americans have $0 set aside for an emergency. Now, as a sidebar, the average cost to raise one child in America to age 18 is a quarter of a million dollars. Yikes. How about $14,000 per year as a good reason to wait to have kids until you have your finances under control? Statistics show that 80% of Americans have debt to deal with, which means maybe 20% are actually debt-free. I think that stat is probably aiming a little high. Realistically, if you are debt-free except your mortgage payment, you're probably in pretty good financial shape. So again, regardless of how much money you make per year, how do you handle your finances is really, in my book, the measure that we should be looking at. So if you and your spouse have a combined income of $100,000 and little to no debt, in my opinion, you're in the top 5% right there, despite the income itself not matching up in the figures of that first chart. Okay, enough with numbers. Let's talk strategy to achieve what I like to and others refer to as the new definition of rich. Again, these are my opinions. I'm not a financial advisor or anything like that. But this list of things that I do or have done to get myself into that new rich category, you can apply to your own life as well. Number one, and this is a biggie, stop giving a crap what other people think. It is, in my opinion, the number one cause for financial issues. Don't buy stuff you don't need. 
You, you do not need a brand new car. You don't need a house with more rooms in it than you actually use. And having a watch on your wrist that is a showpiece and anything else that is an outward show of money to impress others is a huge waste of your hard-earned cash. Get over it. You're not in high school anymore. Number two, live below your means. This is crucial to getting your finances in order. Do a monthly budget and carve out money for savings first. Then pay your bills and whatever's left over, that is the fun money. The more debt you clear, the more fun money you'll have. But in the beginning, you're gonna, it's going to be a small budget. Most people do the opposite of this. They make sure that they have fun first. And then with whatever money's left over, they try to solve their debt problems. You need to write a budget and stick to it. This is simple personal discipline, and it requires just a few minutes a month to accomplish once you get through the exercise of setting it up the first time. If you have never worried about much about sticking to a budget, you need to spend the time and really dial it in the first time around, and this will become your new lifestyle with just a little bit of practice. You are an adaptable human being. You will get used to it. Trust me. The next point, pay cash for your cars. Once you're on the path to using a monthly budget and getting some things paid off, add a new car fund to your budget. And by new, I mean new to you, not a brand new car. Cars are way too expensive and a horrible investment any way that you look at it. A little while ago when I was climbing out of my debt hole, <laughs> is the best way to put it, I paid $6,500 for a Toy 2002 Toyota 4Runner. I drove that vehicle for four years and sold it for $6,500. My next vehicle was an 09 Toyota Highlander that I paid $10,000 cash for. Both of them were Toyotas. The, the quality and lack of issues is known as, as well as the high resale value. I sold my 4Runner for the same price I bought it, despite having driven it another four years. That's winning the game. Never, ever lease a car or buy something brand new. The moment you drive that car off the lot, 30% of the value disappears that day. It is one of the worst investments out there. And the last point, for now anyway, recruit help if you need it. There are lots of books and videos and courses that you can take on creating a budget, reducing debt, and saving for the future. Don't spend a ton of money on trying to solve your problems. It's not rocket science. There are plenty of inexpensive books or even podcasts that you can listen to, and they will help you solve your problem. I am a big fan of both Dave Ramsey and Ramit Sethi, despite having very different approaches to the same end goal. I would recommend for a younger audience that you read, I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. His last name is spelled S-E-T-H-I. It's a great book, and he does not tell you to cut out some of the niceties in your life, like your coffee habit every week and things like that. The book that I actually used when my wife and I were getting out from under our debt was The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. He's an older guy. His approach is a little more old school, and it is very good for somebody who is 
a large amount of money in debt. I will leave it up to you to decide the determination of a large amount. But for me, for us, we were $70,000 in debt, thanks to me. And we had a lot of work to do to solve that. But within two years' time, following Dave Ramsey's method, we had all of that paid off. That did not include our mortgage, but we are debt-free except for our mortgage payment as of this moment and have been for several years by following his methodology. I don't think you can combine the two. It's either one or the other. So make your decision, stick with that game plan, and either one of those will get you to where you want to go. Look, here's the point of all of this. It's your life. Make your own rules. Stop following the herd and getting stuck in the same traps that everybody else, including myself, has fallen for. In my opinion, the new definition of rich is debt-free, ample time to do the things that you want, and a flexible work schedule. For example, working from home. Again, this is my opinion. Define your own goals and then chase after them. My wife and I are really close to hitting the goals that we have set for ourselves, and we are both excited to see that we are so close to accomplishing this and in far less time than we originally thought it would take. But we have earned it. It wasn't luck or a handout or winning the lottery or a lawsuit or anything like that. It was hard work and consistency. And with these two things, an awful lot can be accomplished. I wish you luck in your endeavors.